This podcast is brought to you by Shay and Jayla. No, Jayla, a lot of people ask us how they can help us grow our podcast. You can like, comment, share, rate, or subscribe to us. Yep. And if you go on to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and just a simple word comment, that helps us be seen more by other Why Notters out there. Absolutely. Keep listening. And we appreciate you. Thank you. Good morning, Roosters, and welcome to the Ask Yourself, Ask Yourself Why Not podcast. Good morning. Good morning. The place where you stop asking yourself why, why? and <laughs> ask yourself why not. Yeah. You guys are in for a special treat today. We have a couple of special guests here with us. We have Miss Lindsay Wilson, who is a work buddy with me, and Erin Tennant joining us this morning. So welcome, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, bright and early here. So we called you guys roosters, and we thought it would be fun. I because love it. <laughs> Yeah, we thought it would be I don't, fun. Can I get in? Can I be called a rooster? Like, I've never been called a rooster before. I'm, I'm here for it. Absolutely. So I was going to read from the Chinese Jodiac. 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 The Chinese Zodiac definition of a rooster. So obviously, Jayla and I always get up early. And, We're morning people, yeah. Yeah, so we figured that would be a good one. So let's see what it says. Says, roosters are generally born in January and February, but that doesn't matter. No. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Let's see what it says about them. They are very observant, hardworking, resourceful, courageous, and talented. Roosters are confident in themselves. So I like what that means. I like it. Yeah. So you guys are our little roosters out there. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyways, yes, welcome to the podcast. We, like I said, we have our special guest today. We're going to be talking um, today about mindful eating, health coaching, the benefits of all these things, and just diving in and understanding that a little bit more. So we asked Erin Tennant, who is the CEO and founder of Grow Well Coaching. She is also a wellness coach who specializes in shifting and shaping our mindset to achieve our weight loss goals. Uh, Do you want to read that second part there? Sure. Through mindsets for people who want to lose weight. Through her personal work on her mindset, she was able to lose over 130 pounds, create a successful coaching business, and continue to stay committed to Grow Well Coaching. You go, girl. Yeah, so welcome, Erin. And Erin, you sent us this quote of the day. Do you have it, or do you want me to read it? Whoop, we can't hear you, Erin. Erin. Jayla, we have our first sponsor. We do. We do. And it's for your teeth. teeth. We're always talking about smiling, right? Absolutely. Smiling usually helps you feel happy and more joy. So give a smile away. That's right. That's what they say. Um, so yeah, why not keep your smile healthy, right? Mm-hmm. So Pentino Dental can help you do that. Located where? 48258 is a new location, National Road, St. Clairsville, Ohio. Uh, You can check them out on pentinodental.com. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. They do family, 
cosmetic dentistry. So if you're thinking about getting a new set of veneers or something like that, they can hook you up. Absolutely. Give Pentino Dental a call for all your dental needs. Yep. And he just happens to be a pretty cute dentist too. <laughs> I'll go ahead and read Aaron's quote just to keep it going. Mm -hmm. So this is her actual quote. It says, I am dedicated to the learning plus the practice of living my life as an example of what is possible. I like so, that. I like that too. And Lindsay, you sent me one. Did you want to read yours? Sure. Um, I thought it was pretty ironic because I was trying to find the perfect <laughs> quote to send you. And then Simon Sinek popped up in my inbox and it says, the goal is not to be perfect by the end. The goal is to be better today. Ooh. I like that. Better than yesterday. Yeah. That is definitely something that I think we can all wrap our minds around. Because I, I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were like, you know, I, I need to lose all this weight or whatever it is. I just need to, I need to stop, you know, drinking altogether, or I need to stop cutting this out of my life. And I think we all think that we're like, I need to do it all now. Mm -hmm. And then we do it for like a week and then we fall off because we can't maintain it anymore. Can you guys hear me now? There, yes, she, is. there she is. There you guys. Sorry. I'm like, welcome to Friday morning. It happens. Story of my life. Yes. Well, thank you for reading that. I appreciate that. That's it was something that I know I sent to you, um, Shay, like it, it's not technically all mine. I took it from one of my, my mentors, someone I don't know in person, but I look up to Brooke Castillo. She is the founder and creator, creator of the life coach school. And she always says, be an example of what's possible. And when I heard that for the first time, it blew my mind. That is good. Like, yeah, it's good stuff. It is good stuff. I think that that is like a motivational, like a self-motivational kind of thing. Yeah. Within there. Yeah. And I think anytime you pick a mantra or self or a self motivator to say, or a thought, and we'll get more into this, but mm -hmm. anytime you pick something for yourself, use it for yourself. It doesn't have to be exactly what the person said. It doesn't, it's got to feel good. Like I always tell Lindsay in our, in our uh, calls, like, it's like going in a dressing room and trying on a pair of jeans and like, you just know these are your jeans. They are yeah. meant for you or a pair of shoes. Like try them on for you and see how you feel in it. Yeah. I was reading that book, the high five habit. I'm almost through it. And I like it because there's a lot of science behind it. And she talked about mantras and she said, when you say a mantra and you believe it, like you have to say one that you actually believe it oh, teaches yeah. your RAS, that reticular activating system to feel better and it calms the whole vagus nerve which is like yep. responsible for I guess your fight or flight so one of the mantras she says to do is kind of to like high five your heart and we'll do it today like and say I am okay I'm safe and I'm loved and that I just love like that. even saying that makes you just it does you can feel it in your bones kind of mm -hmm. make you feel better so do you want to do a little true or false with Aaron Mayor Jayla absolutely Okay, so for you guys to get to know Aaron a little better, we thought we'd play a little true or false game. Are we just reading one at a time? So Aaron, yeah. Yeah. She, she is a horticulture lover. True or false? That would be a false. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I dislike. I'm just definitely, I wouldn't call myself a lover. I was reading about you that you had 30 houseplants. Is that right? Or no? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I, I, I love them. 
and I, 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 I mean, I'm a lover, but like, it's more of just like, I'm fascinated by them. Okay. Like it's super fascinating, but yes, that was a trick question, but yes. Uh, well, well you could, if you went true or false, it'll, it can, some days it's true. Some days it's false, but yes. <laughs> there are a lot to take okay. care of to keep them alive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. She loves cats and thinks they're the greatest. Listen, I'm full of tricks today, I guess. Um, that would be false, even though I do have two cats. Um, they're a pain in my ass. <laughs> they think I am their landlord, but yet, like, I'm somehow paying the rent, and I'm responsible for everything, and they just they just F everything up sometimes. I think that's a normal I, cat relationship. You do? Don't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, because then my husband, he thinks they're just like the greatest gift from God. He's like, aren't they cute that they're on your kitchen table or kitchen <laughs> counter? And you're like, no, get your butt off the place that I put my plate down to eat. You sound like my <laughs> husband and I think I'm more like your husband. I'm like, they're so, they're so sweet and beautiful. And he's like, they just walked in shit. And now they're walking. Yeah, on right. <laughs> the power of the mindset, my friend. This is what we're here to talk about. She has a degree in fashion merchandising. What is true? Yes, I went to The Ohio State University and followed in my mother's footsteps and got my um, bachelor's in uh, of arts in merchandising. There's a lot of um, businesses, like fashion businesses, that are based out of Columbus, where you guys live, right? Yes. That makes sense. Yes, we have like DSW, we have L Brands, uh, we have Asina. I think they still own like Lane Bryant. Uh, we have tween brands, which is like Justice, Bath and Body. We have we have a lot of stuff here. Very cool. Yes. She and her husband have been together for 17 years. What is true? Um, I met my husband and it was one of those weird things where I was like, I met him. We went to the same school, but he's five years older than me. But I knew his brothers and we went to high school. And I remember meeting him when I was in high school and he was in college. And I was just like. There's something special about this guy. I don't know what it is, but there's something special. We, I met him when I was in college again for the second time. We became friends. And I just, sometimes you just know something. I just knew this guy was like for me. Aww. And he's like my best friend and we're just doing life together. Right. Raising we're, the kids. We're not old enough to um, be married for 17 years or together for 17 well, years. But we, yet, were, we are. I met him when I was 20. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Uh, I do know. Yeah. yeah. I met my husband when we were 20 as well. So yeah. That, it, it's funny because, like, for me, I was like, yeah, I'm not ready to have kids. I'm not ready to get married. Like, I know this. Like, I want to have some fun in my 20s. But I just knew, like, I had to keep him in my in my space, in my realm. And because I knew he was just something special. Like, I just had to follow that gut instinct. Yes. It turned out to be right, so... Well, good. Yeah. Well, that's a little bit about Aaron, And then, Erin, yes. tell us a little bit about who you have on with you today. I know you are a health yes. and wellness coach and the CEO of Grow Well Coaching. And then we have yeah. we have Lindsay on today. And just tell us about your relationship. Yeah. So I met Lindsay um, through an email. <laughs> she reached out and said, I heard you on your podcast. I am a co-host on the Unscripted podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just... I need to work with you, so to speak. And so we started working together. And in my opinion, my thoughts, it's been 
friendship and love ever since the beginning. Like I adore her. One of the greatest gifts of coaching is that a lot of your clients are your friends. You get to know your clients on such a deep and personal level. They trust to share thoughts with you. They trust to share feelings with you in a space. And that is such an honor mm-hmm. to be able to hold that for them and guide them through navigating all their questions, concerns, overwhelms, and and kind of just have their back the whole way. And so Lindsay, I met her and um, it's just, it's been a pleasure for me since day one, since I heard that email popped in, you have a consultation booked with Lindsay and she started emailing me the exercises. She was like, I knew I said to my husband, I was like, this is an A plus plus student. She's sending me everything ahead of time, like ready to go. She she's got everything in order. So, <clears throat> well, like you, I I'm friends with Lindsay. This is Shay. Yeah. Um, so we've known each other for a long time as well. And, um, we, we got hired like babies, um, with, with the company that we worked for so many years ago. So, Lindsay reached out to Jayla and I because she listened to our podcast too. And she and I have still, we don't work together anymore, but like we've still talked over all of these years and we've always been like seekers, like entrepreneur spirits, people that are trying to help ourselves get better. So we would always connect over like the self-help stuff and keep in touch. That's awesome. Um, So anyways, true or false game with you, little Lindsay. So everybody can get to know you, but uh, she reached out and we, we thought it would be cool too to have a wellness coach on with an actual client so you can kind of get the experience of both because I think like a lot of people I don't understand I don't under truly mm-hmm. understand it as well as I should yeah. and these are nice benefits that we have now especially with like the virtual world so true or false Lindsay Shay true or false you ready we've known each other for 18 <laughs> years okay well that's exactly what I was thinking when <laughs> you said we're not old enough to have that long of a relationship and I'm like Pretty sure that's how long ours is, my dear. Yeah, it's 18 years. True. So true or false, we went to a clothing optional bar on a work oh. trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with true. Yeah. I will never forget it. It was in Key West. We were young. And this was like not on company dollar by any means. But we, were, we, we needed to check it out because everybody says in Key West, you know, it's wild there. So do you remember we went up on that rooftop bar and I remember that one guy had had a, a shirt on like he had just gone biking and he had no pants, like just dick in the wind. Wow. <laughs> and we do, can we go back? Can we, can I come on that trip? On. He did, he did. And there's a lady. It was, and his shirt said Team America. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Team America. Never forget. It was just like total freedom. There were signs up that said like no sex, but there were... Women dancing with like no tops on. Do they have top nipple tassels? No, just straight up. And it was as if people just gave no effort into this. They didn't plan it at all. Like they literally came from exercising and were like, you know what? My dick needs aired out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll take my pants off. (laughs) It was a rooftop, so, you know, it was air. (laughs) God. And oh my God. I wish I was a fly on the wall for that. Like that's like when people are like, if you could be a fly on a wall, yes, I want to be a fly on the wall in that clothing optional bar in Key West, please. And do you remember the one guy we were with kept talking about, like, he had brought his wife and he was like, I want to get, I want to do body painting. And we were like, what? Do you remember that? Shay, I feel like that was before everybody, like, 
had a cell phone and a video camera oh, and like yeah. I wonder if they still do that because it's very different I, what, <laughs> the clothing optional they yeah probably ruled, I would have like, snapped a put pick. your camera away put your phone away yeah and then um last true or false your husband is a pilot he is a pilot yeah he's I I married a badass excuse me yeah <laughs> He's basically Maverick from uh, Top Gun, which is coming out. I can't wait for the second one. Coming out soon, but um, now he's a commercial pilot. That is so cool. Where does he fly? All over the world. He flies for FedEx, so everybody's uh, waiting on those Christmas packages right now. <laughs> aw, he's a hero. I'll send yes, him he is. Okay, cool. Well, let's get into this. Let's get into the the meat. Yeah. Go ahead, Sheila. <laughs> What so? What is a wellness coach and mindfulness coach, and what's the difference between like a coach and a counselor, Erin? Yeah, so like I love that you guys asked this question because there's such subtle differences, and and this is definitions I've taken off you know the internet and very um and they're very common uh, definitions of each, but basically a wellness coach they help their client find motivation. Um, to take change, to take actions towards healthy goals. And a mindfulness coach is technically a wellness coach because they have wellness in mind, um, but they're more honed in on the specifics of practicing mindfulness in the daily life. And that could be one of the health goals is to be more mindful. Um, but it also incorporates the entire spectrum of life. It's more of like the mindfulness coaches, you know, there to help guide their clients to practice, excuse me, to practice mindfulness in the daily life that involves like the good and the bad and the ugly, so to speak. It's not always like wishing rainbows and daisies and manifesting and vision boards. It's more about like, how are you going to truly now navigate the challenges of life? Mm-hmm. Lindsay, what's a way that Aaron's helped you incorporate mindfulness into like your health routine if that makes sense like yeah no so I specifically hired her for the nutrition uh coaching because Mm -hmm. you know I I feel like I've always I've bounced around from different ones but I've always had a fitness trainer and you know they say you know when it comes to your health about 70% is in the kitchen. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why not have a nutrition trainer? It always seems to be where I, you know, I work out so hard. Why not have a help on the other side of things? It's most important. And, um, we end up talking about just about everything. (laughs) So it's been like way, way more than nutrition in a good way. Like she's been able to help me with my, um, my, you know, almost emotional intelligence, my, mindset and my reaction to different stressors in my life I, I swear my anxiety has gone way down mm-hmm. <laughs> she has been super super beneficial and in just reframing the way I look and react to things mm. and kind of being more aware and mindful about the thoughts that are running around in my head on a hamster wheel mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's that reaction too Jayla and I always talk about that like mm-hmm. how we how we probably even a year ago would have been way more reactive and like caused more drama for ourselves than we, than we would now because we've done a lot of work. 
In your opinion, Erin, when you say mm-hmm. mindfulness, I think, and like mindful eating, and you, you, your proof is in the pudding. Like you've lost 130 pounds. How did you yeah. get yourself to that point? Like how did you and do it? And keep it off. Yeah, and keep it off. Oh, like, yeah. What is mindful yeah, and, eating? I think. And it's crazy because my friends are, it's funny, people that once I, once I came out and said like, I've lost 130 pounds. Like when I go out to dinner, I eat in front of people, people like watch me now. Cause right. like, what is she doing? And it's so funny. And then when they realize what I eat and how much I eat, they're just like kind of confused. Well, because we all have disordered eating. Mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah. you know, for years it's like carbs are bad, you know, Oh, eat it's like whatever's pushed down. Yeah. yeah. You know, which I love that you guys brought this up because for me, the, the first thing I did was when I was ready and I decided ahead of time, I, the first, the first step to wanting change is in, in, and I'm going to go off of how I look at it for my program is consciousness. It's this idea that you have something that's in your life that you're doing on a repetitive basis. That's getting you a result you don't want, and you don't want it anymore. You realize you want to change. Mm-hmm. That's the first step to any change is having some level of consciousness. Then you realize you wanted the change. So for me, it's like, I was, I, I need to, I, my thought was I need to lose the weight. I'm ready to lose the weight. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to figure this out. Those were the thoughts that I had so, in that phase. So when you said, I'm done with this, I'm going to figure it out. Did you know about mindful eating? Like, so, so no, so this is really funny. When I was doing this, I was not into coaching at all. I had no idea. I did this all on my own. And then when I was exposed to coaching, I started realizing I did the work already without doing it with a coach. And then I could put all these tools and concepts, everything I was doing ha- was a tool, so to speak, or could be put in a bucket of a certain con- a coaching concept. And that's why I love coaching. Cause I was like, I've had this in me the entire time, which we all do. And I didn't have to have a coach. I didn't have to have these things. But if, if you're confused and you're so overwhelmed and you don't know where to start, that's where a coach comes in. That's where someone who's been through this can show you how to go through this. So when I first started, I was in that phase of consciousness of, of I have to change. And then it went more into the phase of clarity of like, okay, well, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? And really understanding your why is it? Cause like, listen, if you're going to take some massive action, if you're going to try to, you know, change a deep rooted issue, whether it's, you know, losing weight, whether it's walking away from a marriage, whether it's getting married, you know, anything when there's fear and doubt in front of your face and you're still going to do it anyways, you have to feel good about your why. Right. So I spent, so I spent some time there and then I went to my third phase, which was constructing a plan of how I was going to do it. Now I want to be very clear. Sometimes that was always the hardest part for me was going from the clarity of the construction because I would devise a plan and then I would have this freak out in my brain of, oh my God, is this working? Is this not working? Oh my gosh, is this going to do it? And I got lost in that. And once I became more mindful of my thoughts, and I'm going to drop a little nugget of wisdom for your, for your listeners. If you can walk away from this podcast with anything, know that your thoughts are optional. Mm-hmm. Just know they're optional. You don't have to know anything else. But if you're curious about that, go research, go listen to podcasts, go get a coach, go get a counselor and, and figure out why you're curious about that. Mm -hmm. But once I, I was so, when I heard my thoughts are optional, I felt like a weight was lifted from me. And I was like, 
Oh, okay. But I had already started doing the weight loss before I, I realized that. So I was, I was doing the diet. I was doing the natural progression that we do that the diet industry says, don't do carbs or don't do this, don't do that. But I really made it simple for myself. When I started to lose weight, I said, if you could take everything that the diet industry shoves in our face and down our throats, what's the one thing that they all have in common, all the different programs, all the different ways to lose weight, which was really a calorie deficit. You need to burn enough of what you put in. So there's a deficit of what you're doing so you can lose the weight. So I started calorie tracking and listen, my mind did not like that. I did not want to do it, but I was like, if I'm going to do it, I have to understand that basic core concept of whatever I'm doing now, I have I have to either what I'm, in terms of caloric intake, how much I'm eating. And I just went with it. And I, and I, and I dealt with the mindset work along the way subconsciously, which was like, this is stupid. Don't do this. This is going to take up your whole life. This is nonsense. Why do you have to do this work? All the, all the thoughts that my brain presented me, I worked through those. Mm-hmm. And then from that phase of creating the plan, I constructed it. I started implementing it without having you know, and this is the scary part because you have the plan and now you have to start doing it. Mm-hmm. Now you have to start waking up early to go to your workout class. Now you have to start putting stuff into my fitness pal. This is where you, this is where the jump is really hard for people because the minute they don't do it the way they think they're going to do it, they're a failure. They're a piece of shit. They're not going to be able to do it. Every limiting belief is in their face and they freak out and they're done. Mm-hmm. Because we as a society are not failure tolerant. So I teach my clients to be failure tolerant (coughs) so that they can keep going. Because listen, success is made up of failures. Mm -hmm. And if you can't tolerate that, then you're not going to be able to get the results you want. So you have to work on those thoughts that will build the the failure tolerance so you can keep going. And then the last step we do... um, it's just evaluate along the way. If you're weighing yourself weekly and you see your numbers all over the place, which Lindsay and I have been through this drama of, I think I'm doing everything right, but I'm gaining weight or I haven't lost as much as I think I should lose. Mm-hmm. You got to work through that because if not, you're not going to get the results you want. Right. So if you rinse and repeat that step of consciousness, clarity, um, creating a plan, constructing it and concluding it with an evaluation. Mm-hmm. If you can rinse and repeat that from a growth mindset of you don't need to know everything. You don't need to perfect it. You can just do what you can and keep moving the needle in the right direction. You will see results. Right. <clears throat> Lindsay, what are some of the ways that she's helped you look at health and weight loss differently? Is, is your goal to lose weight? Is that what your goal was? Um, yeah, at this stage, I mean, I also just want to be healthy and feel better and live longer and all the things. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I um, like I said, I'd always worked out and and yo-yoed, so um, I wanted to stop that cycle and just stay at a healthy place, you know, for forever. I guess. Um, but you she's said, definitely go ahead go ahead i uh i think i've always been kind of stubborn about it and um she has 
motivated me to start tracking. I think it's been a couple months now. I've been pretty consistent on tracking, making sure I'm eating enough protein. So, you know, if my sugar crashes, I'm not just ravenous in the pantry. And um, also, you know, my emotions are very triggered by my <laughs> my my hunger pain. So mm-hmm. um, making sure that I'm well fed. I have to like make myself eat protein sometimes when I'm not hungry um, and just plan ahead so that I can, uh, I can be a happier mom. And <laughs> a couple things that you sent me, you sent me like a, it looked like, cause Jayla and I did a podcast on a, a thinking trap where it was like how you react to things and then how you can kind of be more mindful about it and see almost another side of that. Um, Oh yeah. Is yeah. That, is that I, uh, something that you do regularly to help? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. If, um, you know, something, it could be anything. It could happen to you a thousand times a day, but if something triggers you and, you know, I think we might've all been there where you, something happens and you just play it on repeat in your head yes. and your blood pressure goes up and your stomach is in knots and you lay in bed at night and you stare at the ceiling thinking about this silly little thing that happened to you mm-hmm. and so just she she gave me a model called the intentional thought model to help um work through that and the, it's like the second you write it out these five different steps and it's like it releases mm-hmm. and you can just mm-hmm. move on which is what we all need to do yeah and what Lindsay's referring to just if anyone's <clears throat> interested in personal development and like putting Cause I'm always fascinated by like, when I hear this, I'm like, I've had the same thing. Well, guess what? We've all had it. Cause we all have human brains and that's called a thought. Mm-hmm. So when your brain, we don't really know why it happens, but it, it, it just, it's like, it hooks onto this and it's, and it's a, a mild form of like an obsessive compulsive behavior of just rethinking a thought until you're exhausted mm-hmm. and you're replaying it and maybe it's the thought of something that happened to you earlier that day or something that's gonna happen um if you're nervous about doing something but we we identify those and we look at those and we kind of sit with those because the more you avoid and resist that's when we go to the food that's when we crack open that wine bottle which is fine you know drink the wine eat the food but do it in a way that you feel good. Don't do it as a way to suppress everything down. And then you mm-hmm. wake up the next day, you get on the scale and you're like, yeah. I just did all this hard work all week long. And I just gained three pounds. And what, what is my life coming to? Like, that's just a story that we've all been through in some way, shape or form. And, and this is my thought. What a waste. What a waste of time for all of us when we have so much potential and there's so much we truly want to do and accomplish in this life. And we don't know how much time we have on this earth Mm -hmm. and what sometimes why we're here and you can get really meta with this and deep in your spirituality. So, and I, and I tell anyone who is in, who is very religious, bring that with you, bring that faith, bring that religion with you along any change, any growth or journey, because you can always tie it back to the fact that if you believe in a Christian God, then he put this here for you. Mm-hmm. He, he put this journey here for you. So take it, right. use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your plan is not the best plan. Yeah. yeah. And sure. some, and guess what? If it's not the best plan, my thought is I choose to think 
that's okay because there's mm-hmm. a million different thoughts and I just happen to pick this one and I'm going to think about it. Think mm-hmm. of the things I like about it, the things I don't like about it and try to come up with a different plan that works. So, and if you think about like those obsessive compulsive thoughts that we all get into and like Lindsay minor are silly too. Like when I start to break them down and I write them down, I'm like, this is like so crazy. It takes so much energy for you to think about those Mm -hmm. thoughts. And so that takes away from you taking care of yourself. Yeah. Abraham Hicks, do you guys follow her? I, I've heard of her. I'm not okay. real vested in her work, but she's on my, they're on my list to really get into. Cause I, the people that I follow and I listen to are big fans. So I obviously want to hear what they have to say. And well, the book asking and is given is a great place to start. And there's like a daily podcast too, that we'll listen to, but mm-hmm. they have this thing called the emotional, um, what's it called? The emotional scale. When and you she, go up the level. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, all you want to do your whole goal is to reach for the next best feeling thought. She was like, so if you are in despair, if you can get yourself up to frustrated, that's better than despair. Yes. You don't. And that, yes. You know what I mean? And from frustrated, it may seem like that's not a good feeling, but if you can get yourself up to, you know, a disappointment, that's better than frustrated or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And keep reaching for thoughts that like move you up that scale until the next you best feel thought. Yeah, until you feel. I love yeah. thought ladders are so great because so much of the time we think if I'm frustrated and all these people on social media are telling me I should be happy and if you mm-hmm. just think this thought and da da da, baby girl, you're not there yet. You're in your feelings. You're mad. You gotta work the ladder to get there. And guess what? I believe life is fifty fifty. If if if. I believe in this idea that if there is despair, there's something on the other side that matches it in the joy realm, you know? Mm -hmm. And if there is, and if there's excitement, then there's also a lack of incitement. There's like this yin and this yang. You need both of them to understand each other. So Mm -hmm. you're to experience the highest of the highs of life. You're going to experience the lows of the lows. It's how to navigate. It's how to not make it mean that there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think too, like a lot of people don't see how far they've come. They just focused on, they wanted to be a certain, they wanted to be a certain place and they're not there. So they failed. They Mm -hmm. don't look at, oh, they went from A to G instead of they look, oh, I didn't get to Z Mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. So I think we're our biggest critic. And I do this too. Like I'll get, I'll get get, yeah. yeah, I'll get frustrated and my husband will be like, look where you started and where you're at. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so, and, and that's just in any, any part of your life, you know, it's just, I work. Yeah. I work on that with myself. I work on that with Lindsay. Lindsay's one of those stubborn clients where she like, she, and we are always in that result place. We want to be there. Yeah. Like when I, and guess what? That's cool. You should want to be there, but do it in a way that works for you. So when I was starting at the beginning of losing weight, I, I wanted to get my results, but I decided I was going to do it in a healthy way. I was going to tap into my imagination. I was going to let myself go to that future self place and have fun with it versus of beating myself up that I wasn't there yet. Yeah. Um, when you are like from your website, which I really like, yeah. by the way, well, I thank like, you. I like how you said, um, you are, I think you said you are not your body. You are not your emotions. 
which I think a lot of people, and like even this high five habit that I'm reading is helping with that, where you look at yourself instead of like looking for the flaws or, you know, what's wrong with your face or whatever, you, you truly try to stop and see your, your soul, like the, the person that you are and like cheer for yourself. Like, Hey, good job getting up today. Like you drank a glass of water already or whatever it is. Um, and like from your website, I think you said that too. So what I'm getting from like the mindful eating is what you're saying is like, we all know deep down how to lose weight and how to be healthier, but our emotions and our thought process can sabotage us. So you, absolutely. So the we, best, best way to do it yeah, is to do both. The best way, the best way to start losing weight is slow down, mm-hmm. is slow down, get out of the panic get out of the, oh my God, I had the sense of urgency. I have to figure this out. I'm never going to amount to anything. I have this beach vacation. I have this wedding. I got to fit in. Slow down. Acknowledge the thoughts. And something that you just brought up of like, you know, finding those more helpful thoughts. That is something that I work with my, all my clients, but first we have to be aware of the other thoughts. And I think this is another Mm -hmm. thing that changed everything for me. Your brain is an organ, like your hand, your heart, your, your foot, right. you know, all of it. So the, if you don't understand it, you're going to assume that it's your reality and everyone else's reality. And that's the only reality. Mm-hmm. And what you have to realize it's part of your body and it works for a purpose. It's there to keep you safe. It's there to create thoughts, the thought machine. It, that's what it does. So we can think, so we can create, so we can do things. Yeah. Um, our brain, there's been studies that have said it, I've, I've read things anywhere from 50 to 60 to 70,000 thoughts to as little as 10,000 thoughts. So obviously it's in the thousands range. Hmm. Think about that per day, thousands of thoughts per day. Okay. That's a lot. That's what its job is. And I just read a Harvard study saying that our brains, the way that they create thoughts and the part of our brain that creates the thought, it's very similar to like a computer program. It just like, it just spits out words. It, it takes the words from our language, puts them in a sentence form. And it just, that's sometimes why we have thoughts that don't make sense right. because we're like, where did that come from? What does that mean? And, and so, and then for some reason our brain just keeps creating those thoughts and it wants to be efficient. So your, your brain wants to produce the same thinking over and over and over and over again. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's so hard for you people to lose weight because it's so new and your brain's telling you, this is not a, this is not a normal thought. This is not in our thought pattern. Don't do this. Mm -hmm. And then we, and then another part of our brain interpret what we make that mean. So when our brain is telling us not to do something, we're, it's like, we feel it in our soul and our bones. Like that's, what's crazy about the human species is that the way it's tied our our thoughts to our emotions so not only is our brain telling us not to do it we feel like we can't do it mm-hmm. we feel like the truth like we won't be able to do it we feel like there's no other option we feel so claustrophobic in our own thoughts and feelings true mm-hmm. and yeah. everybody will that the most successful person to the to what all the different realms of people Mm -hmm. So I just want you guys to understand that your thoughts are optional and your brain is an organ and it has a purpose like your heart to beat, to, uh, to pump blood in your body. Your brain has the purpose to create thoughts. Now you have the ability, unlike any other human or excuse me, any other animal to 
decipher what you make that mean. And that's where you have your control, not on what thoughts you produce. You can't can really control. Mm-hmm. You can get over that, but you can, you can have control by strengthening your brain and understanding, okay, I have this thought. What am I making this mean? What do mm-hmm. I want to do with this? How is this making me feel in the body? That's where you gain your control back. Not from, oh my gosh, I'm thinking I'm a failure. I'm never going to do this. But these people are thinking they're perfect. And that's why they're so successful. And I think there's this lack of information of how the brain works and why it's working and how we can make it work for us. I think it's very surface level mindset work out there. Mm-hmm. And that freaks people out because it's like, well, I'm having negative thoughts. Of course you are. You have a brain. Yeah. I have them all the time. Well, how so many I of us have been driving? How to work through them. We've all been driving before and thought, what if I wreck my car right now? Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, am I a sociopath? Yeah. Like, do yeah, I need yeah. to go like... I literally imagine myself driving my car off the freeway. Yeah. What is wrong with me? You know? Well, yeah, I was reading too a way to like disrupt those thoughts after you start to notice them and become more mindful as you can just go. I'm not thinking that. And I don't own that. I don't own that. Not owning that thought. Because they're optional. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the beautiful part. You can just say, I don't want to feel like shit today. I don't want to feel frustrated. I don't want to feel anxious. And some days, you will feel anxious and you will feel frustrated and you won't have that skill set mastered. So I always like to say B minus work. Yeah. Drop the perfectionism. Stop trying to do all the things perfect. Prioritize what's important to you and do it at a level that you can sustain it long term. And that's how I lost the weight loss. Guess what? Last night I had a meeting. I went to this amazing bakery, a coffee shop called Fox in the Snow. I bought every single sweet and I have a sweet tooth and I took little bits and pieces of them and I ate them last night with my family enjoyed every minute of it Mm -hmm. stepped on the scale two pounds up great guess what today my day is still going yeah and that weight is going to fall off my somehow my body reacts to food in a certain way and I don't really have control over that and I feel good in the decision that I ate this food that I don't regularly eat and I got to enjoy it but now I get to move on from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a skill set I had to teach myself. So anyone who's trying to change, I would, I would, I recommend everyone read the book by Carol Dweck. It's um, the psychology of the growth mindset, something along the way, yeah. along the line of that. And it teaches you how to stop using your thoughts in a fixed mindset way and use yeah. it in a growth mindset way. So you are always trying to move forward. You have that intention mm-hmm. of moving yeah. forward and getting Jalen and I will always say, I'm tired, but I'm looking forward to my second wind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, like that. I love that, dude. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a great thought to hold on to. And if that feels good, you you carry that with you when you need it. You put that in your tool bag and you use that. And I just listened to a podcast and Denzel Washington was on it. And he was like, you have to stop thinking that you're you're failing because you have to celebrate your failures. Because when you fail, yes. when you fail you're failing forward. You're not failing yes. backwards. You're failing forward. Yes. And if you think mm-hmm. of it that way, and, you know, and I thought that was a good mindset. Like, you're failing forward. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And I think even yes. for, like, health coaching, too, and, like, those of us that struggle with healthy eating, it's almost like you define yourself in your brain because a belief is just a thought that you bought into. And you're like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't like to exercise. Mm-hmm. I don't like that or, you know, to eat in a healthy way. The reality is, is you could put yet after that and it could become like a growth mindset. You know, I don't like to walk yet, 
but I'm one of my, to what yeah. I do, you know, mm-hmm. that kind yeah. of thing. And one of my favorite questions, if you find yourself like in that fixed mindset of like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to track my food. I don't want a calorie count. If you find your brain is presenting you with all these thoughts and don't make them mean anything. Yeah. But also ask yourself the question, well, how is the opposite true? Right. How is that opposite true for me? If I don't like to work out, how is the opposite true? Well, what is working out? Maybe it, for me, it's moving my body. Right. For someone else, it might be getting a heart race. For someone, it might be, it has to be a run. Mm -hmm. But how is that working for you? If you have the idea that working out has to be a certain way and you don't like doing that, Mm -hmm. why don't you try something else? Try something that you've never tried. I'm telling you, if you're telling me you've tried every single exercise out there, you're full of shit. Right. You got to redefine it. Try a different way to move your body. That feels good to you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Well, we're running out of time here. This was such a really good conversation. Um, If someone would like to work with you, Erin, the best way to get a hold of you would be through your website. Would you say? Yep. They can. Yep. They can go on my website, www.thegrowwell.com. She went Coach, growwellcoaching.com on Instagram, same handle. Yep. Yep. And then, um, they can email me directly from my website and, uh, uh yeah, excuse me. And then I am, uh, in grow well coaching on, um, Instagram mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm taking clients. I'm taking, um, I like to call myself a mindset coach who specializes in weight loss and general life coaching, because like Lindsay said, we coach on so many things. We coach on our thinking and our, and mm-hmm. sometimes we can't, go move forward in any goal we want to do because of our thoughts are stopping us. Our thoughts are blocking us and it's creating an intense emotion in our body and we feel overwhelmed. We feel disappointed. We feel sad. We feel frustrated. So sometimes there are days I don't even work on the food issue or the exercise issue because we have to get through the bullshit, the life bullshit, the thinking to get to the other side. Lindsay, um, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story too. Cause I know you and I like through our company, we got um, like counseling sessions and this is a lit in your opinion, just, I know you had a really good point on how this is different than that before we wrap it up. Yeah. I, I just want to be very clear that, you know, I'm not negative on, I think there's value in therapy, but for me personally, um, I, I did utilize that great resource that our company gave us and just didn't didn't find it uh, motivating and inspiring. I would leave the session super drained and it, I felt like it focused on the past. And so when the second I worked with Aaron, I was the opposite. I was motivated and I was just inspired because it's all about goals and um, I just I just really enjoy it. But it it really basically is. Uh, the same, the same thing with a bow on it, right? Right. I love that, Lindsay. I'm stealing that. The no, I've stolen two things from Lindsay. She has such great thoughts. She does. And I, I can't. And I listen. I like. And I always like to say, if you share your thought, you can take it. Anyone has. You're sharing it with the world. That anyone you're giving it to the world. So yeah. She always gives me amazing thoughts, and I love that. I can't coaching. Wait to see. Just as good as therapy with a bow on it. I, I love like that. It. Yeah, and I can't. And this inspires me to like, do like we always say, put your money where your pain is. Yeah. You know, I think it's a great, it's a great thing for all of us to invest in ourselves. Yeah. You know, over this Absolutely. next year. Why not? 
Why not? Why not? Why not? What do you got to lose? What are you afraid of? You know, what's the worst that can happen? You're going to be where you are today. Right. You're not, you're going to be stagnant if you are stagnant and just know that that's okay. And anytime you choose and you're ready to go forward, it's there for you when you're ready. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed talking with you ladies. I feel like we could talk for hours. We, I believe it. We sure could. And we'll put all of the information about Erin yes. and the book she recommended and everything in our show notes. So thank you guys. Yeah. This is the Ask Yourself Why, Why Not Podcast. podcast. Thank you, ladies. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Thank you. Right here. Everyone says you need to know an attorney. Boy, are they ever right. And we have another sponsor, Shay. We are big time. Robinson Law Offices, located in downtown Wheeling, 1140 Main Street. I've heard they're pretty cute. I hear they're pretty cute, too. That seems to be our shtick. Absolutely. So if you need some great representation in the Wheeling area, please give them a call. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Take care.